I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey! I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I first just wanted to take a moment to uh, just to talk to you about my fan club. You know, I'm not here promoting my fan club. I just want you to realize how special my fan club is because that is how Angela ended up on Hey Spirit. She's part of the fan club. We created the fan club to protect our fans. So you could buy tickets at the correct ticket pricing, and also that you have a little bit more connection to me on a personal level. Sylvia and Victoria do an amazing job of being an extension of me to my fans. And it really is a family. And all the proceeds from my fan club after the cost of running the fan club go back to my fans. So we're able to do special events, do special giveaways for the fans to really show my appreciation for them. Angela's experience was just absolutely, absolutely incredible. And I think that if there's anyone out there that is struggling with self-esteem, life choices, feel alone or isolated, this is an episode that will absolutely give you the strength to love, honor, and respect yourself the way that you deserve to, and even the way that God intended. I hope you will find the strength and resilience and peace and love that we all felt during Angela's experience. Enjoy this week's episode. God bless. Hello. Hi. How are you? What is your name? Angela. Hello, Angela. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Were you a little shocked when you saw me pop up on the screen? Just a little bit. <laughs> I, I guess I don't realize. I'm like, I guess people are shocked. A lot of people might say, I thought it was a scam. I didn't know if this was real. And then when you popped up on the screen. 
<laughs> it's a dream come true. Ah, uh, so sweet. Well, very nice to meet you. Do you mind me asking you how how did you end up on Hey Spirit? You were in our town a couple of years ago, and my wife and I own a restaurant, and we held your meet and greet for your fan club. Yeah, and then when I met you after, I brought you a bag of food, and you ate the cannoli as soon as you opened the bag. Yes! Oh, my <laughs> God. that That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love that you're uh, part of the fan club. It's something that I'm extremely, extremely proud of. I guess one of the other perks of being part of the fan club is you have an opportunity to be on Hey Spirit. Thank you for being a part of that, for allowing me to give back also to the fan club. And I'm so excited to see what your loved ones have in store for you today. It's a pleasure. Thank you. There actually are two mother energies that are stepping forward. Who was the mom that has departed for you? I'm hoping it's my mother-in-law. Oh, okay. So know that <laughs> she's taking this opportunity to step forward. You knew her? Yes. Okay. Was there a little bit of tension at times? Uh, yes. You have to understand, when I first give my speech, that's my sign to spirit. And what they do is they, they clear out my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions. But I could feel the energy, but I kind of felt like a little resistance. And I didn't know what that meant, that we're going to hear things that we're not expecting to hear. And that is kind of when that resistance lifted a little bit. So... I don't know if it was, and this is your own personal feelings, uh, you know, but how I'm being made to feel, I don't know if it was because you were afraid that she would not have come forward or would have been able to step forward for whatever reason. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. What I love is that she showed me right off of the bat on how she was, because I feel the resistance came from her a little bit more than you. Does that make sense? It absolutely did. And I said to her, I don't think I ever had a soul make me feel like that. And she says, I can see how my resistance caused tension within not only your relationship with her, but between you and your spouse. She literally said to me, unnecessary stresses and burdens that caused friction. She says, and for that, I am sorry. That is what I was hoping to hear because there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. What I love is that she's really proven that her soul has learned lessons on the other side. Now, was your partner going to come in the session today? Unfortunately, she cannot. She but cannot. was she plan was she going to or did she want to? I think deep down in her heart she wanted to be here because she was hoping that her mom was the reason for this reading today. And <laughs> like I said to earlier, we own a restaurant. And before I left to come for my session, she walked one of our customers out the door. And when she came back in, she said to me, I smelled my mother at the door <sighs> and I have had a headache all day without reason to have a headache. I've had my coffee. I've eaten. It's her. It's her. I'm going to say this to you. I have a cup of coffee right here. I typically <laughs> don't drink coffee during a session, but I'm, here we are. 
<laughs> There's a real coffee chat, <laughs> coffee clutch. I, it's yes. like in the front of my head. And I know when I get the, the pressure in the front of my head, it's either someone passed from something of like Alzheimer's dementia, couldn't communicate well, and or it's just the presence of spirit. So what I love what is happening in this moment is not knowing any of this, correct? Because this just happened before just you coming happened. into the session. Yep. But how important it was for me to share with you what was happening as I was entering the other side. Because it validates also your wife's hesitations. Yes. There is a part of me, I'm going to be completely honest, Angela, that I wish she was here. But there's a part of me that I'm being made to feel like she couldn't. Because her fear might have also prevented her from receiving the messages that she needs to hear. And I know that to be true. She's very afraid. She was very afraid. Her mom takes responsibility for that. She says, this is my fault. This is the reason. And this is why, because I don't think I've ever entered the other side where I felt tension before. Sometimes I'll feel something because it's the person. They might be really super nervous or not knowing what to expect, right? Yes. But this was her, of her saying this. And, and I love how, that she made me feel that, but more importantly, that I was able to, to say, this is what I caused, Teresa. This is what I did to them here in the physical world. And I didn't even know who I was connecting with yet. Your wife's mother knew exactly what needed to happen here today. And more importantly, that this is the perfect timing because it is so you and your wife can move forward with your life with peace. And that is something that still, that your mother-in-law, after she died, she, her, what she had done and created still tormented the both of you still it to did. this very day. And hopefully after this session, that will be able to let that go. Whether if someone attends one of my live shows, they're listening to this podcast at this very moment. I want everyone to know that we listen to all of these messages. I can feel that they are a million times more healing to the person that is receiving the message. And I love this because I think, Angela, this is also going to be an experience that people after listening, we'll have hope that they can find peace and contentment, even if there was friction in a relationship, that healing can happen. And we didn't even get into your reading yet. We feel her with us all the time. But the difference is, Angela, is that you're going to receive the messages because she just said to me, I need them to know how sorry I am. When a soul apologizes, they had to relive their life through our eyes. So she had to feel, and, and I'm going to say this. She just said to me, Angela, she said, Teresa, she said, my apology to my daughter doesn't just start with her relationship with Angela. She says it goes back to when she was a child. Oh my goodness. She said, I did not have the ability to understand my own daughter. She says, but 
how blessed I feel that I, through spirit, through living my life through my daughter's eyes, I was able to feel and to see how my actions, my words destroyed her and made her feel. And for that, I am sorry. She says, because if I can show you, Teresa, what a beautiful person my daughter is. And I never told her that. I never really allowed her to feel like my daughter knew that I loved her, but I don't think she really knew how proud I was of her. She is going to be so relieved and she's going to be able to let all of that go. She's going to be able to, to let her scared feelings go, her hurt feelings go. And that love for her mother is just going to come right back into her soul. She says, you know, Angela, you had a lot to do with that for my daughter feeling accepted and loved. She says, and I want to thank you. She says, I am sorry that I pushed you away. And I'm even going to say, you're going to have to interpret this statement, Angela, because I don't know what this means. But she made me feel like that your mother-in-law blamed you for certain things. So like held you accountable for certain things or, you know, made you feel that way. Since her passing, I have been struggling with feeling guilt and feeling like the separation between Regina and myself was my fault. All her life, my wife hid her lifestyle from her mother in, in order to have a good relationship with her mother. Me coming into the picture, I fell in love with her mother. Her mother fell in love with me. She used to call me her blue-eyed, curly-haired daughter that she never had. We just had a connection. She loved me, and I loved her. After some years had passed, she found out that we weren't just friends, that we were a couple. And with her faith in God and her religion, she was unable to accept that. And she pushed us away. And I put that blame on myself because if I wasn't in the picture, if I didn't make her love me, if I didn't love her, she oh. may not have been so hurt by the fact that the two of us were together. And I carry that guilt with me. I've been carrying it for five years because I feel like we were, we were estranged from her for three years. And then she passed almost two and a half, three years ago. So all this time I've been carrying that with me that this was my fault. She died without us ever resolving our issues. We didn't find out of her passing until she was already buried. So we never got that closure to say goodbye and to tell her that we love her and that we forgive her. All of those moments that happened, you just validated. And how amazing is it for her to take responsibility and saying that because of my actions, you blamed yourself or carried that burden. The other thing is, she said, right before you said all that, this is not only what happened because of the two of you, but even prior. I was very hard on my daughter. Yes, she was. 
she says, and I am sorry that I kept her stifled or didn't allow her to be who God intended her to be. She says, that is, I think, the biggest lesson that I've learned. Here's the other interesting thing, Angela. What did your mother-in-law say to you? I want to thank you for allowing my daughter to be at peace with herself. That's wonderful to hear. Without even knowing the story, correct? Correct. Because she said all of this before you shared that with me. What an unbelievable validation of that spirit knows exactly what we need and exactly the timing of it. She says, I take full responsibility for what happened. She says, because what I saw what was happening, Teresa, was that because of my actions and the things that I did, you, Angela, and your wife started placing burdens on yourself that shouldn't be there and scenarios. She says, that is why this needed to happen. And that by letting go of my actions, my burdens, my guilt, my things that I couldn't come to terms with, my stubbornness, my resistance, by letting that go does not mean you're letting go of the love for me. It's being able to let go of the emotions and burdens that do not serve you a purpose. It's only destroying. She just looked at me and literally said, destroying you, changing you as a person, even changing your relationship. She says, and I need that to stop. She says, I remember there were times, Teresa, that when I looked back, when I reviewed my life through my daughter and Angela's eyes, I could see, and it was right under my nose, the way that they looked at each other. She said it was there. She said it was right in front of me the whole time. She says, but I refused to see that. She says, you could feel the love. She literally looked at me and said, Teresa, I'm about to say something that I don't know if they're gonna believe. She says, I am ashamed that I lived with blinders. That I could not see the bigger picture, realizing that my daughter struggled, not knowing what she was struggling with. But from the moment you came into my daughter's life, Angela, my daughter changed. And she changed for the better. And that is why in the very beginning of the session, she says, I needed to thank you. Because I saw that change. And who was I to destroy that or to poo-poo that or to ignore that because of my beliefs that two women should not be together? She used to ask me, where did you come from? Where have you been? You're my angel. So when we had this little separation, well, I shouldn't say little, this big separation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my heart was broken. My wife's heart was broken. She says how foolish I was 
to allow that to happen. The thing that I find remarkable about her soul in this moment is that she is not only taking responsibility, like usually a soul will just say, I take responsibility for my actions, for my choices that caused you any pain or suffering. She has chosen to take it to a completely different level, literally spelled out to me of how she could praise you one moment and thanking you and showing me how her daughter at times felt like she had this sense of sadness over her all the time, but not realizing she was stifling who she needed to be. And knowing that and acknowledging that from the moment you stepped into her life, she changed. You took away that, that cloud. You took away that sadness. And how foolish I was, she said, to, to ignore all of that because I couldn't wrap my head around certain beliefs or how I was raised. I think I typically do not like to talk about myself or share personal things about myself, but I think in this moment, it's important that I think this is one of the reasons why I share publicly on how I felt as a child with my gift. I always felt from the very young age of four that I was different and that I didn't belong. Like I was different than everyone else. And my mom would, I, I would say this to my mom and she'd be like, well, you know, you're not adopted. You belong to this family. You know, you're special, right? You know, you, you know, you're a child of God, right? So how I sit in this moment and I, and I love that your mother-in-law is bringing this up for me to share this with you. How is that different from you or your wife? We're born a certain way. And I believe as a Catholic that God made me this way. This was my soul's journey here in the physical world. To be able to sense and feel the souls of the departed, to deliver gifts of faith and hope, and to restore people's faith. Not to destroy their faith. And that's what people lose, especially through a death or sometimes being in, in a same-sex marriage, right? Do you feel that sometimes you've lost your faith or you had to lose your faith because of that? Yes. How unfair is that? It is very unfair. But then you step back and I would think, well, God made me this way. Exactly. He accepts me. He created he me. He does. It's others that have the difficulties. Right. So that is why I chose to embrace the things from my faith that serve me a purpose that I believe in to know. And anything else I let go of. I kind of got tired of going to confession every week and saying, I'm still talking to dead people, father. Like, <laughs> like, so I don't go anymore because I'm like, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, I'm still talking to dead people. I don't know. Maybe I cursed. <laughs> right? Yep. So th that's what I mean. I'm using something silly as that, but it really isn't. It's something that it was a big part of my faith that I choose that doesn't really serve me a purpose anymore. You literally took the words out of my mouth. God made me this way. I was born this way. Whoever decided what normal is. Because to me, talking to dead people is normal. I feel complete. And if you don't mind me saying how I'm being made to feel, Angela, is that you, from the moment that you were with your wife, you felt complete. Absolutely. I never felt more at peace. And I felt I was where I was supposed to be finally. Hear your mother-in-law is saying how she sees that. 
she is recognizing that she is validating that and saying that she's sorry that she could not accept that. How foolish of me not to be able to do that. Mom, you are forgiven. We forgave you a long time ago. So I love what she's doing, not only taking responsibility for her actions and for her choices and taking responsibility for that, but it's almost like giving permission to feel the way that you feel and you had every right to feel that way. But now, if we could let that go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Is there a way that your wife or you connect with Peter Pan or Tinkerbell? I just got the flash of it. Knowing my wife, you wouldn't expect her to have a Tinkerbell. In the garage, on the cover of the breaker box panel, she has a metallic sticker of Tinkerbell. And I look at that and I say, why does she have this? It's not her style to have a Tinkerbell. And that is the only Tinkerbell that's around and it's been there for years and I think I even asked her one time where did this Tinker Tinkerbell sticker come from on the why is it here and she just said I don't know Angela this is a first I think your mother-in-law just had the whole reading come full circle at this moment I said I need you to validate I want your daughter to really know 
that this is real, that this is your soul. And she showed me a Tinkerbell. She did. What you said to your wife about, what is this Tinkerbell? This isn't you. The same way I think how your mother-in-law used to feel. How? How could you be with Angela in that way? That's not you. Yes. Mind-blowing. It is. What a beautiful metaphor that is. To use that and to say, yes, we're going to let that go. And I'm going to say it. Not with any disrespect, but it's like you live a fairy tale. You live a dream. You're living something that you only dreamed about. She's like, I understand my daughter's dreams as a child, as a young woman of what she dreamt of life to be. And she never thought that she was going to have that. That is the truth. She has said that before. And you allowed her to have that. You gave her the strength to come out. And I am so sorry and I regret that I destroyed that. She says, but Angela, I want to thank you for not giving up. Because she's making me feel like there were times that it, it was really tough where it put such a strain on your relationship before she died and then after she died. Yeah. She says, I want to take all of that back. She says, I know there is nothing that I could ever say or do to make any of those scars go away. And I love the fact that she had me use the word scars because she has me in the soul where I can lift the band-aids, I can see the raw wounds, but I can see them starting to heal on how healing this is going to be of being able to embrace. And I'm going to say the reason why it was important and why the reading was so important at this moment was because you feel her soul. If she was not sorry, if she wouldn't be able to take responsibility, if her soul wasn't safe and at peace, if she didn't fully support you and your relationship and the life that you built, you wouldn't be able to feel her. Because when you feel her, she just showed me, you feel the love from her that you felt before she knew that you were a couple. Is that correct? Yes. And I'm going to say this. Did somebody say something to you or to your wife that, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hypothetical this. When you found out, it was like, yeah, mommy told me not to call you because she didn't want you there. Or like, I, I feel like somebody, there was a statement made that was believed to be your mother-in-law's words. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. She says, I'm sorry. She kind of looked at me and said, you know, I said things out of fear, Teresa. She says, and you know that old saying, out of sight, out of mind? That's how I kind of looked at things so foolishly. Yes, at times we felt that she didn't acknowledge that we always felt that she knew deep down in her heart that we were together and that she knew about her daughter's life, but that she was in denial about it. So when this whole thing came to fruition, that it was confirmed to her about our relationship, we had a hard time understanding why it was such a shock. And here she was just moments ago saying, I could see the love. How foolish of me. 
What a powerful and healing, loving statement from her. And again, not knowing the situation or what had happened. And I say this because I truly believe this, that with my gift, I feel that my life was experienced in such a naive way or protective way, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to do my work as a medium. Like, I don't know any different of being loved and supported. And I attribute everything of who I am and what I do to my parents. Because without their love and protection, I would not be able to do my work so innocently, if I may say. It makes complete sense. Yeah, it does. Because it breaks my heart to hear of, and and to me, honestly, it doesn't make any difference if you're gay or you talk to dead people. It's still something that our faith does not support. Fair enough? Yeah, you're right. It- but starting to come around, right? Yes, starting hopefully. to come around. Yep. But I was blessed to, even though my dad still thinks it's crazy what I do and he's afraid of my gift, he still <laughs> loves and accepts me for who I am, but more importantly, for how God made me. We're unique individuals. We all are. We Mm -hmm. all have special gifts. We all have something to give. It is up to us to embrace that. After everything you've been through, you didn't feel complete until you were with your wife. That's when your soul felt complete. And the fact that your mother-in-law keeps making me feel this and saying, and I take responsibility and I'm sorry for trying to destroy that or not to have that validated for you. And I'm going to say this, you're 100% right. She knew deep down, and I love the fact that she acknowledged that she saw the love. You could see it. Anyone in your presence could see and more importantly, feel the love that you had for each other. But because of afraid of what people would think, family, friends, community, that, she says, is where I allowed the fear to take over. And we knew that. We knew that her position in the church and in the, the community that she was surrounded by, we knew that her worry wow. would be those people and what people in the community would think. We knew that. We knew that that was the problem. And that's why we kept it from her for as long as we did. But can I say this to you, Angela? But how beautiful and amazing the two of you are that you had the strength and the compassion and the love to understand that. We did. We understood. And to not give up that dream. Where was that? Where Tinkerbell was? Never, never land. Right. The fairy tale. Listen, nobody's life is perfect, right? Nothing is perfect in life. But... I think you will understand when I say this to you, there's a difference when you feel complete in your soul and you feel we all struggle with whatever, but in a sense of really loving ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. accepting ourselves. That is a fairy tale sometimes, right? 
that is what I think why she's using that example. And I love how she's incorporating my gift, what I do, who I am, with your gifts, your beliefs, your love, your choices, your decisions that make you feel complete and loved. And I can't stop but thinking because maybe there is someone struggling with their own sexuality listening right now, right? That might give them the encouragement to be able to talk about it and not to be so afraid and to give them the strength through your experience. And maybe there's someone out there that might be the parent or sibling or friend or family member that is maybe cutting off a family member because they choose to live their life differently, regardless of whatever it is that choose to live their life a little outside of what society says is normal. I'm sure there is. But how that is going to change someone's perspective. And just thinking about on how it'll also give someone maybe the strength to love and honor and respect themselves more than the disappointment that they might feel from someone. That your experience is going to give that to someone is the reason why I do what I do. She also just showed me you reuniting with family members. Is that correct? Or friends that you hadn't spoken to? Yeah. I don't care I, if it was just a reaching out, if there was a communication through uh, social media, maybe through Facebook or Instagram, or there was even a discussion about it. I think I know what that is. Know that she says, I am in full support of the reunion. That's how she's showing it to me. So I don't know what that is. I still feel that she still is a little private about that. So whatever that is, as long as you understand it, that's all I care about. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, where does the dad come in that's departed as well? My father. Okay. So know that your mother-in-law at this moment wanted to do something special for you. And know that you just brought forward your dad. What I just witnessed, Angela, has made me emotional from it. Because it was so beautiful. I feel like it was such a selfless thing that she just did in this very, very moment to really show her love and appreciation and how truly sorry she is for the pain. She always knew that my father was my complete heart. Ah. Uh. My father was my whole world. I talked about him all the time with her. Your dad just looked at me and goes, how did you even know I was here? <laughs> he goes, and this is going to validate you. Your dad even said that you hoped that he would come through. What you really prayed for was your mother-in-law. Teresa, I'm going to tell you something. You took the words out of my head because yesterday... When I found out about this, my father is always the first person I think about. But my real hope was that it was about my mother-in-law. And that's unusual for me because my father is always first. Your dad looked at me. Your dad goes, I'm good, Teresa. <laughs> 
like he's like <laughs> he's like patting himself on the back. Like he's like she sees my signs. She sees the symbols. I even come to her in her dreams. Is that correct? Yes. And your dad says there is a part that. I know how much she misses me, but she feels me all the time. And your dad just stood there and saluted you. That's my symbol for either he served our country and or more importantly, your dad is acknowledging how proud he is of you. He says, I always raised my daughter to believe in who she was. I always encouraged her to reach for the stars. Is that correct? He did. He did every day. He says, and I am so proud of you. And I don't want you to feel for one minute that I've missed out on any of this. Your life, I feel in this very moment, after your dad coming forward, I feel like I can breathe. For the first time in your reading, I feel what a weight. And the beautiful notion of your mother-in-law bringing forward your father touched my soul in such a way. And I feel like for the first time, she truly allowed me to feel how deeply sorry and grateful she is for you. That's, that's beautiful. I, I feel a weight lifted as well. To give you that gift of your dad and for your dad to say how proud he is of the strength and determination and how no matter what life through in your path, you always picked yourself up with dignity and grace. And it was because of him that I was able to do that. Through the toughest times in my life after his passing, until this day, in the toughest times is when I feel him the most. Do you connect with cufflinks uh, or something, a uh, piece of jewelry of your dad's? Yes. I have his watch in my pocket. Ah, because yeah. when, when spirit shows me cufflinks, it's my symbol for men's jewelry. It could be either be a ring, cufflinks, or a watch. And you have the watch. Amazing. Yep, I have in my pocket. Amazing. See, it's just, these are the moments where I just sit back and I thank God for this beautiful gift that he has given me because it is such an honor and a privilege to do what I do. But the fact that you trusted me with such a sense of huge responsibility with your mother-in-law's soul, I wanna thank you for trusting me with that. Thank you for what you've given me today, Teresa. I love you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Angela, and I'm from Utica, New York. My experience with Teresa was something better than I ever imagined that it would be. My whole life, I always wanted a, a reading with her, and I got it, and the experience was phenomenal. My mother-in-law did come through, and our relationship at the time of her passing wasn't really good. We hadn't spoken in probably three years, and we never got to reunite with her before she passed. All of the things that were said during my reading with Teresa really, really helped me a lot. When I conveyed the reading to my wife, she wasn't as um, accepting as I was. She struggled her whole life with her relationship with her mom. She put aside her life in order to have a relationship with her mom. And in doing that, she missed out on a lot. And then to have her mother pass with us not speaking and being with her really took a toll on, on Regina hard. It was very hard. We've still been struggling these past three years to come to terms with it. Off the top of my head, the most amazing thing was when Teresa asked me about Peter Pan or Tinkerbell, because I'm telling you that has boggled my mind for the past 10 years as to why there was a Tinkerbell on the door of the breaker box in the garage. Anybody knows my wife? Tinkerbell is not one of the things that you would associate her with. And from the moment I saw it, I was like, why is this here? And she said, I don't know. I saw it. I bought it. I put it there. It has no meaning. I know it's not me. And it's just been there. So there would have been no way that anybody would have known that. And I was shocked when my mother-in-law brought Tinkerbell forward because I don't even think that she ever saw it. My mother-in-law had said something about she's glad to see a reunion in the family. And at the time, I was thinking, really, there, there really hasn't been up to that point a reunion. But um, at the end of January, my mother-in-law's brother turned 91. And we held uh, a birthday party for him at our restaurant and we invited a lot of family on his side and on our side that hasn't been together in many years. I believe that my mother-in-law knew that we were going to do that and that she was happy about that for her brother for his birthday. My biggest takeaway from the experience was that our loved ones are definitely still with us when they're not here. And Everything heals when they pass. Their heart heals, their mind heals. And in having that reading, um, like I said, there was a, a weight off my shoulders that I didn't even realize that I was carrying. And just to know that they're with us and that they love us and that they're watching over us and helping us through every single day is, is so important. The fact that um, my mother-in-law brought forth my father at the end of my reading and uh, my father passed away um, almost 30 years ago, and he was my everything. And I usually go into readings hoping that it would be my father. But this reading, I did go into it in my heart knowing that it was my mother-in-law. Because looking back, she has been sending me a lot of um, clues, and she's been appearing. she was appearing a lot 
beforehand, before I even knew I was going to have a reading. So I kind of went into it knowing that it was her. And when she was here and our relationship was good, I used to talk to her a lot about my father. So she knew how close I was with him. She knows how much I miss him. And she knew how big he was in my life. So for her to bring him forward at the end of my session, I felt like she was giving me a gift. The experience was phenomenal. And I hope that everybody who needs closure at some point gets to uh, have that with Teresa. For her to share her gift with us is amazing. And I will forever be grateful to her, to you, to, to her whole staff. You guys are all wonderful people. And I don't know if you realize what a big difference you all make in our lives. So thank you for that. And thank you to Teresa. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.